Welcome to the In All Things podcast. Here, we talk about everything from friendship and personalities to contentment and faith. Our goal, to encourage you to seek Christ in all things. Hey, how's it going? I'm your host, Sierra. Let's imagine you're in my living room and dive into real conversation. Hey everyone, welcome back to In All Things. I am very excited to welcome on another guest today to the podcast. Her name is Pam Hagland. Pam is a certified women's life coach who I was blessed to have a couple sessions with earlier this spring. One of the things she helped me process through was self-talk. And self-talk is very simply how we talk to and about ourselves. And this is such an issue in today's world, talking negatively about ourselves. And I've asked Pam to come on today to give us some perspective on this. Why is it that we struggle? And then also give us some tools to help us combat this issue. So I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. Hi, Pam. Thank you so much for being on here today. I'm really excited that you're here. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Pam, you and I met, I guess, earlier this spring and through your coaching program, and I had a few sessions with you, a couple, Mm -hmm. maybe eight, was it? I think so. Yes. Yes. And you just really helped me and encouraged me and kind of helped me work through some emotions and everything. So that was really encouraging to me, and I wanted to have you on today. Um, to help kind of talk about self-talk, I guess, mm-hmm. and such a big struggle for men and women these Definitely. days. Um, well, probably always, but if you want to just start by introducing yourself, who you are, um, your family, and what you do. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, my name is Pam Hagland, and I am a certified professional life coach. Um, I am married to Scott. Uh, he and I have been married for 35 years, and we have three grown children. Um, our oldest is um, married and has our only grandchild, which oh, is fine. a grandson in Oklahoma City. So they live too far away. <laughs> and then we have a, a daughter and son-in-law who lives down in um, Iowa. And then okay. our youngest is um, up in uh, Bloomington. Okay. So yeah, so that is us. We live in Owatonna, Minnesota. We've been here 11 years, but Um, have moved several times throughout our uh, married life. And um, I think we're here to to settle in at least until retirement one day. So that's awesome. Yeah. And I'm, I'm actually in Owatonna. It's a really cute town. And we're sitting (laughs) in your coffee roasting shop. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Well, my husband um, just wanted a little more excitement in his life alongside with, with uh, his career. He's an actuary. Um, But he has decided to, uh, or he decided to open up a little coffee roastery where we roast special specialty coffee. Um, and it is truly a um, just a retail shop and a wholesale shop. And um, we also decided with my coaching to combine both our dreams into one under run one roof. Okay. And that meaning um, 
I do a lot of my in-person coaching um, here in the shop as well. And um, we have a little sitting area for that. And then um, his dream is to do the roasting. And it has worked out so well. And above all, we just, in in and through our shop, we just want to give God glory and bring, be a light in this community. And um, we're just choosing to do it through coffee and coaching. That's so. amazing. <laughs> I love it so much. That's great. How did you get started in the coaching business then? Yeah, yeah. So like I mentioned, we have traveled quite a bit. I had a um, uh, we raised our kids primarily in Des Moines, Iowa, oh, and I had a big job there. And I was uh, children's ministry director at a mega church um, okay. for several years. And I felt God calling me um, out of ministry in that per se. And at the same time, my husband um, was uh, took a new job in Portland, Maine. So we oh. moved out to Portland, Maine for a few years, and um, and then from there we came to Oatana and. Um, during those years of trans, it was a huge transition for me. And, um, you know, our, our topic today is on self-talk and I was, I was having a heyday with the self-talk and wondering, um, what my purpose was now that I am transitioning out of that career into something different. And my kids were slowly leaving the nest Mm -hmm. and it was just a huge time of transition. And I felt really no lack of, you know, lack of purpose and, um, and so all of that said, um, shortly after we moved to Oatana, I had a friend in Des Moines wanted to meet me um, down in Iowa for a women's conference, or uh, not a conference, but just a little retreat. Oh, okay. And the speaker at the retreat was Alicia Economos, who um, had just literally and was still developing her program, Wholehearted Living, and which completely deals with, in part, uh, self-talk and okay. taking care of yourself. And um, it spoke to me like leaps and bounds. And out, out of that weekend, um, I decided to take her program um, that she was like, literally, she, when I went through it with my friend, we did it together. Oh, um she was emailing me the lessons on word. I mean, it was oh, like, okay. and now it is, is developed into books and you, you oh, know, wow. it's a, a little more established, but, um, and out of that program, which was quite intense for several months, I discovered my love of coaching and, um, my, my, it's just natural of who I am and it's my gifting. And, um, so from there, I, coached for the program itself, Wholehearted Living. Okay. And uh, after a little while of that, I think I started that in 2012. Okay. Um, after that, I could, f- at about 2015 or so, I felt God pulling me to take it a little, another step farther. And I took a leap of faith and and became certified as a Christian life coach and um became certified in January of 2016. And and then I launched Living Well Women's Coaching from there. Okay. So um, it is it is my sweet spot. I just absolutely love it. And so. Yeah. Just listening to you, we can tell that you love it. Oh. And from the experience <laughs> of sitting with you and having been coached by you, I can tell that you love it and you are great at it. Too. Oh, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So as we kind of have already introduced, like I wanted to talk about self-talk and how we can, I guess, deal with that. And 
what contributes it and just learn from you about that. So do you see this as a pretty big concern in today's society? And do, do a lot of people deal with it? Oh, without a doubt. I would say the 100% of the women that I coach, there's an element of self-talk that plays into it. Okay. It is that big of a problem. Wow. And um, yeah, and it is it is taking over and stopping women from becoming who really God has created them to be. They're stopping themselves because of their self-talk. Wow. So I know you coach women, like that's Correct. that's your business. Do do men though also deal oh, with self-talk? Absolutely. Self-talk? Absolutely. They they probably don't talk about it quite as sure. much as we women are willing to do, mm-hmm. but without a doubt it is very much okay. I think if just the same. Just I the don't, same. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really think so. What contributes to like the tendency to talk negatively about ourselves? I think a lot of it has to do with comparison. So especially in a day and age where social media is so um, prevalent, Mm -hmm. um, I think people see the snapshot on Facebook or Instagram or, and they, um, think, well, I'm not that good. I'm Mm -hmm. not good enough. Look at that mom. She is able to take her kids to the park and they have fun and they, or, and then the next day they're doing crafts or whatever. And I'm just, I just don't measure up. So a lot of it is that I think, um, from that it produces like, uh, low self-esteem and, um, yeah, there's a, I mean, it just kind of dominoes from there for sure. Mm -hmm. I can definitely see how social media would do that, like just going on there on a daily basis. And I often struggle with going, you know, seeing everything. And I have to catch myself sometimes in my thinking, like, why do they have that? Or why can't I have this, you know, or do this? Yes. Everything. Yeah. And and so, you know, when you start that comparison and then you start to question, um, it is it it just spirals mm-hmm. just spirals out of control mm-hmm. and then you lose your confidence in who you are and right yeah. yeah and then you start to question right so does it affect like our day-to-day decision making definitely so imagine you know you're you're telling yourself you can't do something and so then you just don't do it and then the next day the same thing happens and then it snowballs and pretty soon you're taking on the identity that you're telling yourself, you know, and um, it really ultimately, I would say it can prevent you from doing what God has purposed you to do because you're talking yourself out of it. And um, that that's just heartbreaking because what are we missing out on? What right. amazing plans does he have that we're missing out on because we're saying we can't do it? Probably a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot. Yeah, wow. exactly. So when you're coaching women and they're talking about, you know, they're talking negatively about themselves, what are some tools that you give them to help them? Or what can we do to help ourselves get out of that mindset and that spiral, like you said? Yeah, it's 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 a challenge with, without a doubt. And I think the first step is just being aware. You know, I think so often the self-talk that we have, we don't even know we're doing it initially. Mm-hmm. And um, eventually, yeah, then you're getting to that place. So it, it the first step is just thinking through what, what am I saying to myself right now? And um, and physically even saying stop out loud and sure. saying, you know, 
stop this. This is not, this is not good. This is not right. This is not true. Mm-hmm. And um, I think another thing to do is to ask yourself the question. I don't know if we talked about this or not, but asking yourself the question, is that something you would tell to a friend? Mm-hmm. You know, so you're telling yourself, well, I am so stupid. What did I do that for? Well, you would never say that to right. a friend of yours. Right. Why are you saying it to you yourself? Mm-hmm. And um, words have power, whether they are spoken. You know, you hear that saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me or whatever. As a kid, um, words hurt whether they're spoken to you or whether you're saying it to yourself. Mm-hmm. So another tool that you can use outside of asking yourself, you know, is that something that I would say to a friend is, would a friend say that about me? Would mm-hmm. be another way to phrase that. Would, you know, you, Sierra, tell me that I'm stupid? And it's like, no. Right, no. So, uh, um, another way of combating that a little bit is replacing that lie, because basically what you're doing is saying, you know, telling yourself a lie, you know, you're not stupid. God doesn't, God doesn't make stupid people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, replacing it with the truth of who God does say you are and using scripture mm-hmm. or just a paraphrase that just captures your attention and memorizing that or um, writing it out on an index card and putting it on your bathroom mirror mm-hmm. um, so it's in front of you or on the dashboard of your car oh, or you on go. your screen on your phone. Mm-hmm. So when you pick up your phone, you see right away, I am a child of God. Mm-hmm. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And to keep it just in the forefront of your mind is incredibly helpful. Um, I also encourage people to look up podcasts, you know, much like this. I hope and pray that this is going to help some women uh, and whoever listens to it out yeah. there that um, just surround yourself with positivity and mm-hmm. um, the truth and keep yourself focused. And when you fall, and it's not if you fall, because you will fall, we all do. It, we're never going to be perfect um, right. this side of heaven. But um, you just give yourself that grace like, yep, that was not what I wanted to do, but that was then, and I'm going to make a change. To, you know? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, another tool that I uh, offer the women that I work with is writing a heart letter. And that has been that's taken from the program Wholehearted Living that I refer to, um, where we connect our head with and our what we're saying to ourselves with our heart and picturing that heart as a sweet little girl whether it's your daughter or your niece or nephew that is looking up at you with their big eyes and they just want to please you and they're doing their best and picturing them you know you would never say to them well that that's not good enough that's not mm-hmm. pretty you didn't do that and really understanding and connecting with that um, heart and understanding what they're feeling, you know, what, what are you feeling in that? What are you trying to say? And so in the letter that we write, it's just writing it from the perspective of your heart. And so just writing everything that's coming to your mind, don't hinder that and don't stop that and just let it flow. And, um, yeah, so then you can, get that all out. And then you validate what 
It is that your heart has just told you and affirm them and come back and encourage them like an adult would to this little girl. Okay. Yeah. That's really powerful. And you can probably process the negative self-talk or life events that were hurtful to you or even stronger, like bigger ones like trauma or something like that and probably process a lot of that. Without a doubt, without a doubt. And I know you wrote some heart letters and what was the impact that was for you? I think it helped me process like what I had felt in the moment. And when we were talking about a situation from maybe when I was a teenager, um, I had probably never identified like the actual emotions Mm -hmm. necessarily, or I had forgotten what those emotions were, but I was still impacted by what had, what that situation was. And so I think just identifying those things and then you're, Like even this past week, I was able to look at a situation that said, okay, this person, you know, this is why I got hurt by what somebody said this week, but that's a isolated situation from what happened 10 years ago. Uh And I can separate those and say, okay, this person was not intentional in this just because someone 10 years ago said something and meant it doesn't mean this person had the same intentions. Exactly. You know, I think that that was helpful. Yeah, definitely. Good, good. And I think that the um, purpose of the letter is not so much to go through the chain of events of what happened and the chain that hurt your heart, so to say. The um, Although that y- if you want to, you can. Mm-hmm. It's it's more to identify the emotions in that and, and understand what they are, you know, what she is feeling mm-hmm. in that moment and, and letting her know, like, it's okay that I'm still, you're still loved. I loved you just the way you are. You are still good enough Mm -hmm. and um, understanding that. And, and I think another really helpful, we probably did this when we, when you did your, is when you did your letters is um, reading it out loud and whether it is to a trusted, trusted friend that you Mm -hmm. feel um, comfortable with, or even by yourself, there is something powerful about reading what your heart is feeling out loud it just kind of removes you almost more of a third person and you can hear and find compassion for that little girl that maybe you wouldn't have found before. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I think that was just such a really helpful tool awesome. that, you know, even just learning about and it's probably not something to use every day necessarily, right? It's just something right. to kind of Keep in mind for when you need to, or maybe you can suggest it to a friend. Um, What are some other struggles besides just self-talk that you see as being, I guess, fairly common Mm -hmm. um, in today's society? Um, Self-talk is huge. And um, what what I have identified in the coaching that I have done is that there's so much that plays off each other. Mm. So you have the negative self-talk, which can lead to um, low confidence or low self-esteem. And I see a lot of that with women, like they just don't feel like they're good enough. I, I see the perfectionism piece mm. of it and, pe- you know, all the idea that they have to be perfect in every area. And, you know, I hear a lot about... Um, kind of tied to that expectations. And they put these expectations on yourself that 
you would never put on someone else, you know, right. you don't expect that. So we can put these expectations on ourselves, and instead switching that up and thinking about living expectantly mm. versus having expectations and has been a very powerful um, tool as well. Um, other things that uh, people talk about is um, just there. I mean, it really, I mean, at least in the niche that I work at, mm-hmm. um, that is very much a lot of people um, want to know their purpose. And they, I hear that quite a bit, like, what's my purpose? I just want to do God's mm-hmm. purpose. And um, so we work through that and yeah. what that looks like. That's wonderful. Yeah. Do you have any um, recommended resources that our listeners can look up or listen, you know, if it's a podcast, they can listen to about self-talk or about just struggles in general that you've found helpful? Um, I know Jenny Allen um, has written a book that has been very helpful for a lot of women that I've talked with that she's just identified the um, self-talk issue very well Mm -hmm. and does well at that um get out of your head yes that's it there we go (laughs) you've read it yes (laughs) yes um you know wholehearted living that i talked to uh, uh, about earlier um she still has program out there and um that i'll think it's primarily online i still use that um in my own personal coaching too. Okay. So I, 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 if I think somebody would benefit from that, um, I would just Google, just even Google sure. self-talk. There's a lot out there. Sure. Oh my gosh. I love Lisa Harper. I love, I mean, Beth Moore. I mean, all of, okay. I just, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a lot out there. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if someone was listening today and they were interested in coaching with you or even just following along, do you have like a Facebook page or Instagram or website that they could connect with you on? Yeah, yeah. I have a Facebook page, Living Well Women's Coaching, um, and that I am fairly active on. Okay. Over the summer, I have not been as active, but I do um, post uh, like little devotions or blogs or okay. thoughts and stuff um, regularly. Um, I have Instagram, same same thing. Um, my website, livingwellwomenscoaching.com, Um talks about my programs and what's out there. I am working on trying to launch a different website. Um, I don't know when people will listen to this, but if you don't get to me through the the livingwellwomenscoaching.com, my next website will be lwc.coach. Okay, gotcha. So I am... um, dropping the women's part of it. Not that I um, am going to be coaching men, but in the sense that um, my husband and I are going to work on starting some coaching for marriage, marriage coaching. Yeah. So yeah, we're excited about that. And I thought, well, I don't know if, uh, if men that are married would want to uh, come to me. (laughs) Living well, women's coaching. And so it's something he and I are doing together. But with the coffee thing, that hasn't launched as quickly (laughs) as we were anticipating. So, wonderful. And you take clients both in person and virtually. Yep. So if they – Yep. Because that's how you and I did it. Yep. That's right. We did it over Zoom, Mm -hmm. I believe. And um, I can do it over the phone if people prefer that. Um, In person is great. That's 
you know, if you're in and around Owatonna, I would love to meet you in person. But um, Zoom works really well okay. as an option as well. So, Wonderful. yeah, I'd love to. Wonderful. Um, well, thank you so much, Pam, for coming on here today. I was, I hope this is encouraging to everyone because I definitely am leaving uplifted <laughs> and I love chatting with you. So, and me, you. So, Thanks. yeah, I miss you, but oh, I'm glad you're doing well. Yes, thank you. <laughs> If you are interested in going through the wholehearted living program that Pam talked about in this episode, she's actually going to be starting some small groups this fall, leading women through it. Um, as Pam described, it is a program for decluttering your heart, giving your heart a voice and identifying lies and negative self-talk that can weigh us down. It's a four-week online class, and if you're interested in this class or in coaching with Pam, you can email her at pam at livingwellwomenscoaching.com. Her email is going to be in the show notes as well as her website if you want to learn more. Thank you for joining today's conversation. I hope this was an encouraging episode as you continue to walk with the Lord. If it was, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps with the app's algorithm and allows In All Things to be accessible to even more people. Share with your friends and give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at In All Things Pod on both of those and visit our website at inallthingspodcast.com. See you next time.